0: Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the g Podcast. You're here with Polo and Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're
1: giving it anyway. That's
0: right. Now Bolo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 2.
1: So let's raise a glass or a bottle
0: and start spilling the GNT. The GNT. Clink. a little solo you there how you going how you going dr tom
1: i'm pretty good thank you busy busy day but it's now friday and i'm very much looking forward to reviewing our favorite show in the world yes great stuff how about you you know I, i do ask you
0: how you are sometimes how are you I'm well,
1: Tom. I'm well. Thank you. <laughs> oh, nice, concise answer. That's, that's all I want to hear. You can hear, call frankly. me Jiggly, really.
0: <laughs> well, hey, everyone. Welcome Welcome to Spilling the GMT Podcast. As you know, we're going to be reviewing Report Jerry Grace UK. Indeed. Now, you're probably wondering, aren't they reviewing season 13 <laughs> at the moment? And the answer is yes. Yes. So are we going to be doing both? Again, the answer is yes. We are working double time. Overtime. Oh. This is, I mean, the things that we do, really, but, you know. For
1: our, suffer for our audience.
0: So we're going to be doing uh, season 13 and of course that's going to come out straight away. Again, this is going to come out straight away as mm-hmm. well. Okay. Again, we, we like to pride ourselves on um, getting our podcast out there as soon as it is. Yes. Um. Before people start filtering their opinions, before people yep. start telling us what they think. Unpolluted, we Unpolluted, undiluted. Yeah, we mm-hmm. want to give our own authentic opinions mm. and um, thoughts on the episode. Although, you know, it's
1: Friday evening now and this came out yesterday, but like it comes out quite late and just practically... I mean, we might need to step out our game. I mean, that's excuses. Well, I had to pretty much avoid I don't want to hear
0: any more goddamn excuses anymore.
1: Anymore. Okay. I had to avoid Instagram today to avoid spoilers and things.
0: I hate when that happens. You have Mm. to be like very, very careful. So we are going to be doing both. All right. And they are going to come out right after each other. So Mm -hmm. you guys get a double dose. Well, aren't you lucky? Yeah. you're you lucky, lucky get, people. You get both of us. You get two <laughs> podcasts straight away. Ugh. That's two hours for your commute, for your walk. If you're if you're using your daily walk um, to yeah. listen to our podcast, which I'm pretty sure people will be doing. Mm. You know, they put aside their walk time and they save our podcast yes. for that moment. Oh, that moment of solitude. But yes. it's not no, solitude just, because we're there with you guys. Yeah. we're, there we're with your you. friend. every
1: every step of the way.
0: Now, again, I am a I have a performer dance background uh-huh. performer background and Tom, um, what do you do successfully? Quickly.
1: Quickly. <laughs> um, that's a good question, but uh, I'm technically a psychiatrist. I work in the NHS. Um, so, you know, come from that kind of viewpoint. Not here to diagnose, judge, or label anybody, just with a sense of understanding where people yeah. are coming from. And, just a,
0: yeah, you just head, and we'll also just hear to judge and self diagnose <laughs> and diagnose others. Just slap labels all over everybody. Okay. One thing that I need to push up because I'm already seeing it and I, I don't really, really like it mm-hmm. is this kind of um, hate is that kind is of it trollage. Up again? Yeah, people are starting mm. to like throw that kind of, that
1: ugly, throwing the ugly around. And it's great to be passionate, but when it comes out is... You know, offensive or threatening behaviour. It's just inexcusable. Yeah, We're not here it's, for
0: it. No, no, no. I don't think. Not no. us. So you can feel however you feel. We're going to feel however we feel. But, like, don't go sending hate to any of the queens. This is a show. They're giving us amazing entertainment. They are. They're giving us an amazing talent. Oh, sometimes what? amazing trash. But it's <laughs> amazing nonetheless. And we
1: stand. All right? We, we watch the show for the entertainment. And to have an entertaining reality TV show, you need protagonists and antagonists and believe it or not doesn't always depict an accurate reflection of that person's personality what (gasps) i know i know i know
0: i know tom for everyone in lockdown right now who is i think it's you everyone let's Mm. just assume everyone's in a lockdown situation in the world yeah um do you have any advice or tips for people during the lockdown for their mental health Well, I guess,
1: you know, in the job that I do, I've seen a lot of people's mental health suffer as a direct result of lockdown, but the consequences are quite far-reaching. And I'd say the main aspects that I've seen is that people's routine has been disrupted because so many people, whether they experience mental health difficulties or not, routine is so important just to maintain your balance. Um, And also another factor is being isolated from loved ones or other people. So I'd say the the main tips i would suggest would be about trying to bolster those aspects of your life so if you're not in work or you're not able to access the resources that usually would on a daily weekly basis Mm -hmm. try your best to get something else in place whether it's a daily walk whether it's Something around your flat, where it's a bit of exercise within the the flat or the house that you live in, just something so your day's got some structure and routine. Yep. I do. It, it sounds basic, but it's really important. The other thing is just do what you can to reach out to those around you, and like on the other side, uh, we should be reaching out to people who we suspect could be lonely or isolated as well. So we should all be doing our bit.
0: Oh. Well, there you go. Okay, I don't want to. I actually really want to get straight into um, UK season two, episode one, because yes. it's, there's always so much to unpack in the first episode. We got the girls. Well, who knows? I mean, there might there might be a lip sync. I don't know. I, think, I don't know they, I think the this structures. Cast looks amazing. I'm very excited to see how they interact. We've well, we'll seen meet the queens. Now mm. we get to actually dive a bit deeper with them. Now, Tom, as we go forward in this, I want you to. Look at it, and I know you. I don't know if you feel comfortable with this, but I'm I'm going to force you to do it. I'm going to say now I feel very
1: uncomfortable with that. Yeah, good. Anything you you ask me to say, I I feel uncomfortable with that. I
0: want you to think of when you see the girls as they walk, I want you, as well as us, uh, give our first impression of them and what they do and how they look. I want you to give me a quick snapshot. Of what personality that they exhibited that made them ideal for this cast. Now, listen, I'm gonna give you a bit of background here. A lot of mm. all of the girls in reality TV shows, yes. all of the all the contestants have to go through a psych evaluation, psych eval, yes, yeah. So, um, to, to I don't know what they're testing them for because a lot of the people that come through and on every single reality TV show, they are. Completely not sane. So I, they I think, are allowing certain personalities <laughs> in. So I, I think wa- that's the key thing. That they're there to screen for like
1: severe and enduring mental health problems or you know it's a pressure cooker you don't want to put somebody in a situation that's going to have a a really really adverse effect on their mental health if they've got that vulnerability yep but they still want entertaining personalities of course so i think probably you know from putting it in a basic way they're looking for inverted commas crazy in like the colloquial sense All like right. in the sense of their effervescent and entertaining personalities but not genuine mental
0: health problems okay i want you to give a psych eval of every girl that comes through. Like, what? They already been done through it. Like yeah, now I, you can just I just suspect l- it took several hours. <laughs> but just from your first impression. I'll do my best. Yeah. I'll okay. do my best. And I'm gonna look at them as though they're at an audition. Okay. You know, like, what girl is there in an audition? You know, like, if uh-huh. you go to an audition, a lot of times you see the same people because you usually cast for the same things. But I want to see what kind of person that they would be in an audition room or if I was on the casting table, mm-hmm. why they would have been chosen for this cast. So that's just something that we can we can give life to okay. in, in, this, in the beginning part okay. for this, okay? okay? So without further ado, let's get into the Queens of UK Season 2 episode. And that's it. We've seen the first part of it. So let's get into your your friends. Aren't they your friends? Tom from Instagram. So many of them have liked or
1: interacted in some way. Like they're basically my best girlfriends. So there's
0: very little I can say that's
1: negative about them because you know they're my
0: friends. Absolutely, I get you. Now the first queen to walk into the workroom is Lawrence Cheney from Glasgow 23 years old. You know yes. what I love her entrance I'm um, <laughs> saying I'm the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> a legend, a legend.
1: <laughs> is that your glass accent that's that's my um <laughs> that's my
0: scottish accent there wonderful she looks like very I, I look i really dig the outfit okay i really really dig it i i think the hair is very and the color scheme is very alona verley you know the um i, I the, the poodle the poodle look yeah i
1: mean the hair yeah yeah i mean the, the look in general i don't think it's very alona because she was always very monochromatic pastel whereas this is it's kind of like a kind of 90s acid house kind of print on a jumpsuit with a pet plum, isn't it? Um, I, th- I think she looks great. I'm not a big fan of this color scheme, but that's a personal choice. I mean, I like it. I think she looks polished. Her makeup's great. I love the hair. I love the poof on her head. Yep. Um, it's kind of like a um, Mae West little poof on her head. Um, Lauren seems super duper funny, super duper on all the time. Yep. Um, she's very quippy. Um, I think she's going to be a great talking head um and i think she's going to you know i don't think she'll i think if she sees something she'll say it i think she's going to be that and that's good reality tv i don't think she's got a huge filter Hmm. you know i don't think she's too bothered about offending people
0: i thought this was really really charming Mm -hmm. and the confessionals i think she's got a really really nice personality she's already coming up with these sayings like this is like facebook no yep. for <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not the best of Vectors, but you like you slipped
1: back into your scouse accent. No, that
0: was my Scottish. Back it up. I think um, she
1: uh, I think that she does the thing where you read yourself before you read someone else and she, she did that quite consistently which was very endearing. Well there's
0: no one else to read like she's the first thing. <laughs> now, all the girls always say one of the hardest things to do is being the first girl to walk in because you've got no one to bounce off energy wise mm-hmm. you've got no one to interact with like you're just walking around the room and just like oh, I like that boulder. <laughs> that is a nice boulder. <laughs> like, like, What do you say? What do you say? No I think that she's adorable. Now in an audition I think that she would she would be the person and an audition who would make everyone feel like comfortable because get everyone to laugh because auditions are very very intense like everyone's yeah. there you've been waiting for hours and you're really really nervous and you're constantly thinking am i better than them? am i what they're after i think she's a good time person she'd be a great hostess you'd go to a bar and have a fantastic time with her yeah now next to walk in is cherry valentine 26 darlington <laughs> and she kind of screws up her head, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> like The first look the world gets to see of you is you stuffing up. Now, can you imagine preparing yourself, like wanting to get onto the show for years? Uh-huh. And then finally it comes to the UK. Maybe you auditioned the first time you didn't get in, but now you're in and you've, you've been waiting months. You've been casted. You're there. You're quarantined. And you're playing it in your head like, this is it. This is my moment. This is my moment. I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. The world's going to see me. And then you stuff up. It's it's, it's and then you pull a hiding closet and then you pull <laughs> yeah, a Ma- and I then do. you pull a mama queen <laughs> and the first steps of your journey like Aww. how
1: that why are they so shady for showing that well especially somebody whose look is so flawless and polished However, <laughs> she has a sense of humor about it though doesn't yep. she so she comes in looking kind of like Kim Kardashian as if she's been like cast in a slasher flick you know yep um and. Clearly, she's all not all about, but she's very kind of look focused and see, Cherry. She's incredibly polished. And she, I find it hard to judge Cherry. She just seems like really cheerful. Like that's her, the main thing that's portrayed, I think. Yeah. I mean, sometimes cheeriness is like, you know, people utilize that to cover up some more complex personality traits at times. But she's cheerful. She's a mental health nurse. Yes. My uh, mental health brethren. She's got that um, Davina DeCampo
0: laugh, which she I always does feel is like infectious. Divina. Now, going back to the screw up. Remember in season four, mm-hmm. Sharon Needles screwed up her entrance as well, mm-hmm. but they didn't show it. So that was the first sign of favoritism to yeah. the Sharon, wasn't it? Willem, Willem and all of them say it. They're like, we didn't. Some of them screwed up, but none of them got to redo it. Of course, Willem picked up on it. So <laughs> Sharon's, and Sharon, it didn't show. It didn't show. So they them showing Sherry Valentine's stuff up. For humour What do you reckon Or is it it like She's not gonna go that far Let's show her stuffing up From the get go
1: It might be a bit of both But like I would say With it being a UK show And people in the UK loving a bit of camp and slapstick I think yep. it probably plays into that humorous side of drag
0: she's very on brand with her look and what we expect from Meet the Queens isn't it very vampirous yeah. she's got those Coco Montrese sleeves I feel like she's <laughs> yeah. she's ready to like lip sync she's ready to lip sync like if this was season 13 and she walked in with that outfit she'll be good Yeah, she she should be ready to swirl and make those sleeves dance I think she's got a fairly strict colour scheme
1: I think most of her shots so far have been uh, black and red and she uses roses as a motif Quite a lot as well. Mm. Roses of obviously like equal parts beauty and thorniness. Mm.
0: So I wonder what that might symbolise. No, she does Botox and fillers. She's a mental health nurse. Obviously, she's coming for your gig. Um, she <laughs> might replace you in the pot. Who knows? Well, okay. and um, she's a drag queen. Like yeah. she. She's literally a one-woman show. Like, yes. she performs a drag gig, and then on the intermission, she's in the corner giving you Botox and fillers you know, <laughs> at a discount. Pie do drinks, get a, get a Botox, um, while she's selling her merch. Um, mm-hmm. And then she's talking you through, at the same time, your mental issues. And then she's back on the, the stage for a curtain call. Like, I she, think she's got it all down settled. She this is f- it.
1: Have to have a few red balls to get her through
0: that. I mean, I think that's amazing. I yeah. mean, I really, really do like her.
1: Most talented
0: audition um no i would been no if she walked in like that if i was at an audition and she walked in and did a mistake i'd feel good i'd be like okay yeah one one less person to worry about <laughs> <laughs> so i bet you Lawrence is there going oh cool yeah i'm i'm safe i'm i'm not going home first yeah she could have come in and had that like really threatening kind
1: of imperious boulay brothers quality to her but his little, little it, was, slipper. it was
0: very nice seeing like that. She was actually very, it's such a contrast to what I thought she would be like because mm-hmm. her drag is very, for me, quite dark and dragular ish. And then she's like laughing at herself and being quite fun and campy. Yeah. I was like, oh, I like that kind she of. She's very, very cheerful. Now talk to me about Ms. Tia Coffey who comes in after her. 30 years old from South London. Clapham, actually. <laughs> yeah. So she comes in in this
1: leopard print mini dress, giving us a bit of a Jackie Collins vibe. She, um, so she showcases it. Well, talks about her skills, doesn't she? But I think I noticed throughout the, the interactions that come later, she's, she's, th- they seems to be setting her up for a few conflicts. Didn't you see? Like she was, when a came in, she was like, I could say some things about a horror but my mother told me, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. Yes. And then um, she already set up a bit of a rivalry with Bimini as well, because she was like, oh yeah,
0: East London drags. She was like, there's there's a large difference between a Clapham Queen and an East London Queen. Mm -hmm. And she goes, for starters clapham queens can entertain an audience yes i was like oh first dig <laughs> so she's got first kind, of, dig. kind of like
1: this laid-back vibe but i think that belies uh, some quite barbed comments and observations so i think mm. i think she's going to be an entertaining character i think she might get herself into a couple of little
0: scrapes tom that was quite poetic What that was poetry. What you just said. It's good that you don't know, because I don't want to make. I I don't want you to to know your star power. Okay. Now her fashion to me shows that she's a performance queen. (laughs) Well,
1: in the sense that she looks like she could move around and perform in this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean she said she's a live vocalist so let's see what she brings mm. I mean I really really like her she's got that deadpan face very dry deadpan, that, very, that very dry, dry. humour in there I, I, I'm gonna like her because I like the personality I, I mean we saw the same thing in Gigi Good, yeah, and then we were fans of hers as it mm. uh, went on so we've got Bimini Bomboulash walking in uh, talk to me about her
1: uh, she walks in looking like Pamela Anderson meets Barbarella in this kind of sex doll, like
0: a comic yeah. book Shiro, yeah. Mm. And she's she, gorgeous. She, and she's like her her catchphrase was "I'm vegan," and she's saying she's a plant based princess, <laughs> East London's uh, vegan, most famous vegan, in East London. She's got vegan rhinestones on her outfit. Now, my only question is, mm. is she vegan? Oh, it's good. What it's do a you,
1: mystery that remains unsolved. What do you think? Uh, there's no way of knowing I yeah. think we're going to have to I need more information wait for interviews yeah. or something. I
0: need more talk to me she um, seems
1: incredibly chill doesn't she she's very laid back
0: yeah yeah mm. very very East London-y vibe <laughs> like I know what East London vibe is. <laughs> she has a really, really good banter. And I, I want to bring up Lauren Chaney again. Lauren Chaney so far has been like the talking hair, the narrator of this first episode, isn't it? Like she's just very, very quick, very, very witty. She's nothing like I thought she would be from Meet the Queen. She actually comes off very, very funny and confident and witty. I think because
1: in Meet the Queens, it was kind of like a monologue and she does really well when she's bouncing off people. Yep. Very I think it meet the queens. Okay. It was it was just want the right format for her because she just had to be on 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 yep. and like kind of entertaining herself whereas in this situation she's bouncing off people, she's making funny observations.
0: Yeah. I mean I reckon she looks great. I think Bimini looks amazing. She's like like you said, she's a sixth, though. I mean, from her Instagram,
1: like she comes up with an amazing range of really high concept looks. All right. She's going to be very exciting visually. I don't think she's going to be much one for conflict. I don't think she just seems too chill. She seems like she's a bit of a stoner. Well, she's got very much beggar chips vibes, doesn't she? Oh, I disagree. I disagree. I think bagger is a lot more oh. on and kind of like effervescent as a personality. Oh, and bimini is just. Oh,
0: bit- sorry. I'm thinking about Ginny Lemon. Sorry, I'm talking about Jenny Lemon. Oh, have we moved on? No, we, we're moving on now. Moving on now. <laughs> Let's look about Junie Lemon, who's like, fancy us a <laughs> Who says that she's a hybrid between Sue Pollard and Grace Jones. Now, you've made those references in the Instagram, didn't you, Tom? Definitely to Sue Pollard, because Sue yeah. Pollard is a
1: British um, actress who started off on a, a old campy TV show called Heidi High. Yep. Um, and she's gone on to become a bit of a British legend, especially known for like a quirky dress sense. And she's always wearing big like 80s huge glasses and that's like her vibe the people you may compare her to may include jenny eclair or deirdre rashid from coronation street but on an acid trip
0: but she said that she's a like, beautiful talented glamorous uh, but I, I i i can't see it i can't see it monica i, I think, can't see it
1: like where is it i think it's really really hard to know uh what she's going to do because she comes across as a high concept character i don't know if we'll ever actually get to see the real ginny lemon depends i i think there's a lot there's a huge really thick layer of character and artifice here not in a bad way she seems really really entertaining yeah uh, but i don't know how much of the person underneath it will get to see
0: that's so true like i don't i don't know how you can get out of that character it's just it's piled on so thick mm-hmm. do you know what i mean i'm
1: very entertained by her and she is one of my favorites defo okay and like i'm already like laughing at fancy or slice why? like why why how is it funny tom it, the way she delivers it makes me laugh because this was such commitment i don't think and it's not a funny thing to say but she delivers it in the way that makes me believe it's funny
0: i don't i don't think let's move on to ellie diamond 21 dundee she's looking like trixie mattel's little sister yeah she looks to me like princess peach
1: but a road Video hooker.
0: Oh, okay. That's two vastly different references. No, but because she's got the chaps and the yeah. dress. And... She looks like an angel, but a slut. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like... we,
1: can, we can combine those concepts. Many sluts
0: are angels. I mean, she looks like a Barbie. Um, Very, very pink. You know what? Her makeup is very signature. That's all I can say about her makeup It's signature. Yeah. Like If I was to see that makeup now on someone else, I'd be like, that's Ellie Diamond. Tell you what, she's a tall
1: girl. She's towering above the rest of them. She's
0: a giant! <laughs> she... No.
1: I think with Ellie now, I think she seems like a sweet person, and I don't get a lot else from her other than that. But I do when somebody's like really, really sweet, it's almost like they're a little bit saccharin, and I do Sa- saccharine. saccharine like like oversweet in a way, a okay. bit like artificial sweetener. Um, and you do wonder what's underneath that. I always think like if somebody's dead sweet, oh, I think I think it often masks pain. I think she's going to, I think she's going to be a little bit delicate. I just get that impression from her. Okay. That she, we're going to have some tearful moments maybe from, from Ellie.
0: Now there's some energy going on between Ellie and um, Lauren Shaney. Now they're both from Scotland and they kind of had a very awkward moment. Like, you know, that awkward convo that you have with someone that you know, but you don't really know, (laughs) but you have some history, but you really don't have any history. Yeah. But you're kind of aware of each other. It's like, you know, we're best friends. Yeah. 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 We're best friends. And, um, <laughs> um, like, like remember that time that... <laughs> remember that... <laughs> that that's exactly you don't remember that, Yeah, that's exactly what I feel like yeah. it is I feel like they're both trying to like yeah we're friends either they're... you styled that week of mine yeah. that one time and I Instagrammed i Instagrammed you remember and that I time I you to buy a crap yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> but we're friends hey we're, we're friends right we're yeah, allies we're, we're, we're allies we're just, yeah. that, that was a conversation now the conversation is to me saying that there's something that's happened that they're just not discussing some kind of beef or they, they just don't really know each other and this is really really awkward the, the producers are really, really keen to frame it as like oh the scottish queens go
1: head to head here's a rivalry yeah but ugh, well, let's see what happens
0: now. Sister, sister walks in. Thirty-one from the, the lovely Yay. raining, raining town, Liverpool. Literally raining. Um, she's our scouse sister. Big sister. shoes, big shoes to fill. Like she's got no scouse. My scouse accent she is has, stronger than she hers. She has, but
1: it's a subtle scouse accent. She's so, she. I wonder if she might be a woolly back, actually. Ooh. Somebody who's lived on the outskirts of Liverpool. I
0: thought you were calling her a troll. No. <laughs> your belly grow gruff what, Living <laughs> underneath a damn bridge? Like, no goats can cross? A woolly backer, somebody who's
1: fr- from Merseyside, but not Liverpool.
0: I don't... I don't think... I personally didn't get much from her Her presence I coming think
1: in. I get a kind of, like, stealthy sort of quality with, with Sister Sister, in the sense that, like, I'm convinced that she's got... Because I think she's got a really offbeat sense of humour that not everybody's going to get. And she'll either flourish or she'll sink. I think she's going to be a
0: bit of a Marmite character. Yeah, I I just think that she's um, trying to be more high concept, not high concept. She's trying to be out of the box too much. And it's kind of like... Mm. forcing a i'm unique and like this is this is me this okay. is people yeah. won't get my humor and i think she relishes in the fact that she's different but i don't know if it's natural i like, don't know if it is just you know like you're just that's just you like or a sense it's of you. identity might be yeah. Rooted in her uniqueness but yeah i don't i don't i'm not buying it okay but you know she's from liverpool probably around the corner probably see her at their home and bargain <sighs> so i'm gonna say yeah we love you <laughs> I, I, there's
1: something about her that really intrigues me. I think, I think she's a bit of an onion to be unwrapped. You
0: sort of wrapped up an onion, Leah boy. <laughs> <laughs> Tay walks in, 25 from Newport, just looking like Black Rapunzel with that Naomi
1: whiff. She's Azealia Banks stomping in there, isn't she? Right. Isn't she just stunning? I just love Tay's. There's just something about her personality that's so immediately
0: appealing. You read her. You told her that she was getting her Welsh wrong. She got one word wrong. Oh. So I,
1: I may have misheard her, but I heard her say that the Welsh word for sausage was saisnag. Saisnag means English. Selsig is sausage. Um. There it is. So, taste. I'm so sorry, darling. I'm so, so sorry. I don't want to read you on international level. Um, <laughs> but uh, I still adore her. She's got a really good balance of, like, warmth and confidence. She's like, do you know what? I'm the shit, and I know I'm the shit, so I'm really not threatened by you guys. But, like, in a really endearing way yeah
0: Yeah. i mean she's someone at a casting or an audition that i'll sit by or try warm up next to because they just give off nice vibes and they're like there's someone that i would just um chill with and start like you know building a little group with her like she's that popular kid she's that popular kid that you just want to be friends with that's her yeah and she you want her to do as well as you do yeah yeah exactly joe black from brighton 30 years old really
1: 30
0: 30 when yeah we're, um, we're, no, we're... but she,
1: she just loves old school vibes doesn't she so she's just got that old world sensibility about her. joe is another of my favorites from the um uh, meet the queens uh walks in looking every inch the glorious Swanson reincarnated really yep uh with her turban and her you know you just she's ready for her
0: close-up mr demille uh
1: I think she's another one who's a little bit of a high concept character, and there's a lot to unwrap and unpack here.
0: I was going to say, I feel like she's always on. Mm-hmm. Like, even in the talking head, she's still very theatrical. Yeah. Is, that, is that her 24 7? I would imagine to all but
1: her closest. I I suspect, the thing I get with Joe Black, I've heard her make some references to like being, um, saying something to the effect of not bad for a little gothy queer from Brighton kind of thing, from a seaside town. So she strikes me as one of those, a bit like, you know how Sharon Needles is like, I wasn't just gay, I was gay and weird. Yep. That kind of thing. Um, I think she's probably been through it a bit and she's gained her confidence through this, this character and her affinity for a very specific old school, old world style. Yep. Uh, and she's kind of living her best life through that, but there's a living, breathing person underneath it. That again, we may not get much. I, I think. I think as as it goes on, because I suspect she'll go far. We'll see it towards the end of the series, but not the beginning.
0: Okay, she just comes across to me with that. Um it's a confidence. It's a, it's that silent confidence that I don't need to like tell everyone I'm the shit. Like she just walks in and she kind of commands that. She gives off that energy, the energy that says I've been there. I've done that. Now I'm here to do it again and getting my money. I'm here for a check. You know, like it's already mine. Like I'm surprised she didn't walk up straight to those damn trophies. Grab (laughs) it. Ask one of the producers for a a damn pen to sign the check. Like she just, (laughs) I feel like she's there just, it's, it's hers. I feel like it's hers.
1: I was always big. It was the reality shows that got small. <laughs> I, I think, um, it. notice the others gave her compliments, which she sort of graciously kind of brushed off a little. She wasn't bigging herself up.
0: Yeah, well, she's kind of the Tina Burner of the season, isn't she? Isn't she? Because like all the other queens were saying that she's, mm. she's known, she's internationally known, mm. so she's got their reputation. So, yeah, Veronica, Qu- Veronica Queen veronica green walks in 34 years old Another from the Lancashire. Friends, we've
1: had so many interactions on instagram
0: i think um look there was something that really really made me like go uh, huh is when they asked you who veronica green was mm. and she actually had to
1: think she was a bit like that in the promo as well like endearingly stumbled over her words like yeah I-, I think we see the real veronica i think this is her i think she's a sweet lady I think I think I, this is all I get from her. She's a sweet lady. I think she's pretty real, and I think she's probably there to have a nice time, like make some friends,
0: see how far she gets. She seems to me like a Glee kid yeah, who's finally yeah. found her new Glee club, which mm-hmm. is trans. Yeah. So I, I th- yeah, I really do feel like like he's um, he's that awkward. He was probably the awkward boy. Mm-hmm. in school who was uh who loved the music theater and had now has left that world now has left school mm-hmm. and is still trying to find somewhere where she feels that she could belong and I think yeah. I think he found drag Yes, and then drag became his new glee club and now he's just like living in a because he's like a super fan of all of the girls there mm-hmm. I just yeah. yeah very sweet and like going out it seems like I love
1: you I love your work and that kind of thing it felt nice and genuine one thing I think like I don't this isn't a read. I think her looks are gonna be pretty polished, but not high concept. From what we've seen so far. Um, although I did love her Regina George look, um that was on the her Instagram. The um like this is a pretty fishtail dress with like maybe a bit of a kind of nineties vibe to it, but mm-hmm. like that's it. She looks gorgeous, polished, but there's not like a story.
0: Okay. Astina Mandela walks in, 27, from London. Now, she just smells like confidence. She's giving real Naomi vibes she, in this. She is, seriously, she's giving you that savage, slit. that Rihanna savage oh. Fenty confidence. You know what I mean? She's like, and she's also known by the girls, but like she she is, she's a star. She's a stage presence queen. Mm-hmm. Like, she She's
1: super duper confident. And seems pretty likable as well. I'd say, like in slight contrast to some of the other like confident queens, she's a bit more happy to kind of like revel in that and kind of lap up that and kind of not in a, not in a cocky way, but like wear her confidence on her sleeve and kind of reel off her CV a little bit. Yeah. Uh, which I think smacks of a little, little bit... Th- there's a little bit of self-doubt there, maybe. She might feel a little bit intimidated now that she's walked into the room. So she needs to remind people, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm the shit kind of thing.
0: Okay, because I, I didn't see any doubt in that look. I didn't... <laughs> like, her walkthrough, I was like... All I saw was confidence and, yeah, I do this. Yeah, I'm a lip-sync assassin. Hmm. And reading other people for claiming that they're lip-sync assassins. <laughs> when she's like, well, she literally said it. Like, she, she done laid down the damn... She, she was like, um, the gauntlet's here. Um, mm. Good luck lip syncing against me. I'm not going to lie. That's that's all. She
1: seems like a super cool chick. Yeah. Super cool chick. And I think she'll go far.
0: Now, Ahura's the last one to walk in from Nottinghamshire, 23. From Nottingham or from Kansas? Um, Now, fashion designer <laughs> queen, she makes her own stuff. Now, this is where we had that moment. Now, before we actually get into that, mm-hmm. what did you think of her look? What did you think of her presence? I mean, it's sexy
1: Dorothy, isn't it?
0: Uh, is, it, is it sexy?
1: <laughs> okay, that's a read. Um, do you know, I didn't get a lot more from Ohara than I got from her Meet the Queens, in that, like. exact.
0: There it is. There it is. I saw sexy in Meet the Queens. Mm-hmm. I, and, and in my mind, I was thinking of Meet the Queens. So yeah. when Ohara came out looking like that. Uh, there was not it didn't make sense it's like you know when you meet up mm. with a guy and he walks in and he looks nothing like his photos <laughs> and you're still looking around and they're looking at you and walking towards you and you're like oh no 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 no, <laughs> no this is not you' you yeah. are not that's what I felt like I felt like okay where's a horror that's it I, that's I, that's all it's not a read it's just like she set the uh the bar high
1: I think I think the the main thing I get about horror is that appearances are super duper important to her which probably tells me that she's come from a place where maybe there's been a time when she's not been too happy with herself and through aesthetics has found her confidence Mm. which is fantastic because she's very aesthetically pleasing I, i would really like for her my hope and wish for her in this competition is to find other aspects of herself to really kind of like round round out her skill set and maybe her personality a little bit um but there's me judging somebody that i've seen about two seconds of footage of
0: well those are the first impressions and then we're going to get to know the girls and then we get to know more about them and then we can make different uh judgments sometimes top. now this is where tia coffee does the whole now this is her words i'm quoting okay oh, yeah she said i'm scared of her i've heard tales My mama said If I have nothing nice to say Don't say anything And that's it How dare she I want to know more I want to know (laughs) What the hell Because they're from the same scene Aren't they She's a Clapham Queen as well Yeah I remember her saying That she's a Clapham Queen She's a um, She's a London Queen Yeah yeah,
1: she's from up north somewhere but moves to Clapham, yeah. There
0: yeah. it is. So there's something going on there. Now, this is the cast. This is the cast, this is the cast of, of season, season, two. season two. Welcome, wow. welcome. Now, Yay. the thing is, they do kind of have to battle a lot because we got a whole year to get to know the um the season 1 girls yeah. so they've lived in our heads our for what, our hearts our yeah. minds our for spleens. a year we know season 1 girls inside out we know the frock destroyers we <laughs> know we know the Cheryl's death drop after death drop yeah. we know the the snatch game we, we still know see we'll the hodgepodge Welcome hodgepodge. to the hodgepodge we see the Trump and the Iron Lady they're still on YouTube they're mm-hmm. now they're doing, we've had a whole year for them to solidify themselves in our mind yeah. now after a year I mean that's more than what any of the other queens in the other seasons get you know mm-hmm. what I mean like they're already looking at Canada's next drag race now and yeah. they were on, only on end of last Year, they're already on season thirteen. Where season twelve was again last yes. year. So the they've had the UK season one girls have had a lot of time to marinate. Now the only thing <laughs> is that they have to now break that. Yes. These queens have to come in and make demand. As in, they need a demand space in our heads. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say. But from this queen, from these looks, who do you think? Who's your? Who are you betting on? My bets
1: are on taste. Uh, yeah joe black um yep. i think Astina is giving me more top three vibes than she did in the meet the queens okay we'll, we'll see um i always said that Ginny lemon was my wild card <laughs>
0: Hmm.
1: no and i think there's something about sister sister i know we don't agree on that but i do yeah. i do see something in her
0: yeah, I yeah I don't wrong no sugar. <laughs> I, my my I'm looking through here and do you know what? I'm taste of course is still going to be up the top there. Joe Black yes high concept. I'm I'm going to put Lawrence Cheney there. Lawrence Cheney has sold me in this first segment. Anastina of course, but I just she surprised me like we didn't like. We didn't really give her the time of day in the Meet the Queens. Like she didn't really give a, a good pitch, but over here, she's funny. I, I I would go to one of her shows based solely on this walkthrough moments here. What I would say to that is
1: that's fantastic and I would love to go to a show of hers as well. Drag Race doesn't always reward good drag queens. Of course. So just especially girls who have good hosting vibes, they don't always have what is necessary to do well in the challenges. Mm. Unless they've got some really specific skills. Now, to get through Drag Race, you need wins.
0: Yes. Okay. We've seen the girls walk through. We've got a little taste of what they are, uh, a little bit of their, a sense of their flavour. Mm-hmm. Let's see how they go through the rest of the episode, yeah? Yes, please. Great. Moving on. Let me talk about the Brit crew, Tom. Yes. I think you should audition <laughs> to be a why, why why are you laughing I think you should audition cause you're
1: yanking my chain
0: I think you could <laughs> I think you'd, you'd look better than most
1: of the brick crews we've seen here It's a very very kind thing for you to say I could very well say the same about you yes um Sorry to disappoint our listeners, but I won't be auditioning (laughs) for Brick Crew anytime soon. Thank you very much. I
0: I I think that we should. I I think we should, and then we should. We're like not in
1: great shape at the moment. I I think we both
0: need motivation. Like everyone, I don't know if if you feel me, listeners. This is the time where you're putting on weight. Like lockdown is just not the most motivating place to be at home, and that's just your becomes kind of for me, it becomes your prison. I mean, I don't know if you Ooh, guys have a mansion like Do you remember when Ellen the was like, I know how you guys feel. <laughs> it's like prison. She said those words. It's like prison and everyone's like and then some other celebrities are like You live in a mansion that has a ranch. You you have a ranch, and you're comparing it to like someone who has like an apartment. Yeah, you're saying that you feel this struggle. Okay, sit down. You live
1: in a ranch with your beautiful (laughs) wife and hundreds of horses. (laughs) Okay, how dare how dare she try to try
0: to try to make it feel like We've she knows how it feels learned a lot about alan this past year yeah. why don't I, yeah but i just during this time people tend to lose motivation and they you know they they put on way and i i want if you're one of those people i want you to know that i feel you and i, I see you mm-hmm. and i'm with you and i'm finding it really really hard but i am pushing myself <laughs> to try and exercise during this time and i think i think we need to in order to get more followers we need to do the we need to go back to Gay 101 which is we need to post a thirst pick on the Insta well it's not a
1: thirst pick, but there is like one picture of us on the Instagram and I'd like to put some more up because because a a lovely lady from uh, Virginia shout out to Heather hey who the who the fuck is Heather Heather's our friend Uh, Um, hey Heather no we saw I saw the comment it was was nice yeah Yeah, I saw lovely comment from Heather thanks Heather
0: we're gonna post a thirst pick.
1: a (laughs) a a is the way to get Instagram followers. That's it.
0: That, that's the only way for us to get our followers up. So I think by the finale of the season of UK, we're gonna have a thirst pick up, which is a, a topless one and our briefs. Or what do you think? Oh, Spanks. Yeah, spandex. All spandex. Yes.
1: <laughs> was, do you reckon? No, you well, that, is it. that
0: motivation enough for us? Ugh to get into shape. Uh, let's see. Let's yeah. see. Yeah. Pending. <laughs> uh, RSVP is pending, Tom. <laughs> I reckon you would be great. Now, we had a little mini challenge, but it was just the girl was kind of loosening up in front of RuPaul and they're playing a bit of tennis, tennis, tennis across the
1: board. Yeah, It was one of those. I think it was kind of like, um, there wasn't a lot to say other than kind of like which girls seem to click with Ru because that's gold in this competition. Yeah. Um, uh, Lawrence seems to click with Rue very well. Um, there was somebody else who I thought clicked really well with her. Tia. Tia made a laugh a lot. Tia that, yep. Tia's got that dry sense of humor that I really enjoy. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, We'll see her time and time again. She's yeah. got, it. She got it. She
1: loved Tace's model-esque moves as well.
0: Now no, yes, and also Astina, like that, like yeah, we get it. You're a dancer, <laughs> <laughs> we get it, we get it. You can touch your toes, we get it. Yeah. So the winner was Lawrence Cheney. So it's a good start for her going into this. Now we're gonna get into the runway, the maxi challenge. The maxi challenge is actually two looks. <laughs> Um, they have to do a look that tri- a tribute to their favourite queer British icon which and I'm so excited for and their second look is queen of your hometown
1: very similar to the other Lily, one Lily
0: if you value your paws you'd stop that thank the you they
1: scratching the couch Lily so they got
0: two looks now I just want to say that the girls of season 13 are throwing their wigs at the TV screen that they <laughs> none <laughs> of them had to lip sync they are literally throwing their wigs throwing their drinks at the screen they can't believe the injustice that they've gone through this is the
1: exact same structure as Drag Race UK episode season one episode one Yep. they had a photo mini challenge and a dual runway look hometown yeah. plus it was queenie in
0: queen yeah, yeah
1: so, so those are the looks I'm Before, so excited for the, the the British gay icon who would you icon. who would you do who would you do who's a well if it hadn't already been done by Vivian it'd be Pete Burns hands down anybody who follows the Instagram will know that I'm doing icon, iconic Wednesdays now paying Pete, tribute to some legendary children and Pete Burns was my first pick he, he like Pete Burns like really spoke to me and my best friend Aaron when we were growing up mm. um um and what did he say what? he said do you know what kids you're fabulous mm-hmm. don't ever lose that he said he didn't have that accent he was more like you're fabulous you're fucking
0: fabulous <laughs> <laughs> while he was chain smoking i loved pete burns i want to get into some of the work now the work when we get to see the girls who oh, you, by the way sorry who'd yours be i don't know your your people here <laughs> you don't know our people i don't know your people here. i'm sorry what about a kiwi queer icon I don't, I don't, I don't think there is any Richard O'Brien. Richard I O'Brien don't know. grew, I don't, up,
1: grew up in um, uh,
0: that town. I mean, is Beyonce <laughs> Beyonce was my <laughs> this new child or my icon? I don't think we can claim Beyonce. <laughs> well, I'm look, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that's all I had. All right. So now, th- I go, going back to the the workroom, mm-hmm. we get to see these girls and they they. They transform into their other self. Yeah, their non drag self, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of the transformations. Yeah, that. I mean, we we we
1: often have this trope, don't we, of the girls kind of like, oh, the girls that are they dragging, and oh, it's it's such a sh- you know, there's a treat for the eyes. Oh, these horn dogs.
0: Who to you was the trade of season two?
1: Uh, I think Astina is is beautiful in and out of drag. Yeah, a um, lot of gorgeous boys and girls here, but Astina is very conventionally attractive. Yep, yeah.
0: I, I'd say Astina and Tay,
1: yeah, as yep. my.
0: They to me they the um they're the trade.
1: Yeah, I mean Astina's got quite an athletic body as well.
0: Talk to me about Lauren Shaney. now. There's a moment in the um, the workroom where. Lawrence is still in well, still has the makeup on, yeah, you know she has um she's de dragged except for the makeup and the question was posed to her as to why she still had the um the makeup on, mm. and um she kind of said something it's i mean it's a story we've already heard time and time again, but it's 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 nice to hear her come out that she doesn't feel. She, she says that she's not conventionally attractive out of drag. So she's vulnerable out of drag. Mm. That's why she has to take the makeup off. She feels untouchable with it on yeah. and therefore hangs on to that.
1: Well, we were saying about Lawrence earlier, weren't we? I'm sure we said that, you know, people who are on and funny a lot of the time. And she's got a very self-deprecating sense of humor, which is very much I'm going to read myself before somebody reads me first. Um, which does hint at some low self-esteem and uh, a sort of compensation for it. And she kind of spells it out for us here. She doesn't feel like she fits the conventional standard of beauty. Um, And, you know, it's such a gay-eat-gay world out there, dog-eat-dog world, um, when it comes to dating in the gay community. And it's so superficial um, very, very narrow stereotypes of beauty are held to very high regard and it can be really hard for people who don't fit that mold, and clearly that's taking its toll on Lawrence, which really, really saddened me because she looks lovely in or out of drag.
0: Yeah. And um I mean in the intro she was so confident, and you know, jokes, 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 <laughs> jokes, <laughs> jokes, jokes, jokes. And then um and then we we see this this nice vulnerable side. Do you know, what
1: she's got going on, I think, is she's one of those like attractive person package kind of things like maybe if you saw a photo of lawrence it wouldn't be the same as the presence of the person lawrence and if you're in in her presence and had that energy and that fun you'd be like she's beautiful and she's so fun and i'd love to be around her and get to know her better
0: i want one of her and every color yeah 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 absolutely yeah now sister sister said the part of you who can take it when you're in drag it's still you out of drag is that good advice I think it is, but it takes long time it's
1: it's it's not as easy as just hearing that she's got to believe it, and she's I think it will take her some time. I think it's about living with her drag character and nurturing that side of herself so that confidence creeps into her daily life. It won't happen overnight it'll take
0: work. I feel like me talking like I'm a psychiatrist there, but I yeah, feel like I feel like that's such a plaster comment like isn't just like. But it's still you. That's still you. Yeah, I mean, everyone says the same thing. I just don't think it's that easy. And I don't think it's that simple. I don't think that that transition from um, them saying that that person is still you. So therefore you can take it. I think it's more than that.
1: I, I see where you're coming from. I see, I see it can be seen as a bit of a platitude. I think there was a good intention there. Um, and I do think there's a good message there. but It's, it's a, a, probably a bit reductive. Yeah,
0: they're, yeah. They're, That's what I'm saying. A yeah. lot of a lot of the times, people people say things, and you don't have. to, Look, I have to I have to say this for everyone out there. You don't always have to have the answer when someone tells you a problem. Like, there's an obligation for the recipient of the person with a problem <laughs> to to say something. What you've done in that, so you just nod along, going,
1: "It's not easy, is it, Lawrence? <laughs> it's not easy. Oh, it's not easy. Hard life, isn't it? It's really hard. No, it's not easy. I just, I just
0: like some. Sometimes when people come up to me with their problems and then um, I I feel like I have to say something wise. That's
1: called socialization. It's like the reciprocal. That's what's expected in that situation. You can't just sit there going, it's very tricky. It's very tricky. Lawrence. Do you know what I would say, Lawrence, God, It's very
0: tricky. I would. My my advice would be: Do you want a drink? Have a drink. Get <laughs> <Let's laughs> the go, bottle. Yeah. Let's, do you want some wine? <laughs> let's have some wine. Are you hungry? Let's order some Could Uber I Eats. I
1: nurture your dependent drinking style?
0: <laughs> and that's what I would do. Like a lot of people, like just just don't give advice if if it's if it's not needed. Like sometimes sometimes people just say it without needing without needing you to be Oprah. I mean, like, like, the, uh, that the was camera a...
1: was on her, and Sister Sister had to say something <laughs> yeah. that made her seem like a nice person, let's face yeah. it. We're know. not
0: turning the cameras off until you respond to that, <laughs> please, Sister Sister.
1: So And Sister Sister, you didn't deliver that with enough sincerity. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. You're pulling a
0: Jan. You're pulling a Jan. <laughs> it's very, very forced. We need authenticity. Oh we my God,
1: how terrible. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah. the, with the car crash?
0: That was amazing. Oh, yeah. Anything else? Um. Oh, a horror. A horror. She is throwing out digs. Mm. She said about our tea our, um tea of coffee mm-hmm. I just don't see it. Just don't see it. Now they've both just thrown shots at each other in this mm. episode. Is this something do you think something's going to happen here?
1: Well, do you know what? I think it's very nuanced and it's very hard to spot. But mm. I think to the trained eye, we can see conflict coming. Um, this made a weird comment about um, Astina being kind of like, "Oh, she's not ready" or something. I don't know. They give the, like what a reach. The girls have said it before. Reach like for the producers the stars. aren't going to send a half-ready girl out onto the runway. Well, they're, they're not going to do it.
0: Well, they're not going to s- do it. Well. <laughs> I mean, I've seen the preview for uh, tomorrow's episode for season 13 and I think it's hinting that they do. I don't know. I don't know. But like, no. I don't know, but like, no. Valentina was always like late and they always held up production but for her. Valentina said
1: to, said to them, do, do you want me to go out looking beautiful or not? <laughs> and she'd, she'd look them dead in the eye and say that.
0: Well, you know, only Valentina could say that, couldn't he?
1: Well, she was favoured a little bit on her season. I guess... Um, yeah, and that's it. So I think that there's a couple of characters being fleshed out. You know, they stereotypes, but a maybe coming across as a little bit above that And uh, Lawrence is getting a storyline which doesn't bode yeah. well in the first episode, I'm going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. you get a storyline, you're either top or out.
0: Yeah, I'm a bit worried that Lawrence, that um, Al Chaney's going to go, but mm. a horror, she, she's that girl. You that girl? She's that girl when you I knew, knew she, she was. was. Yeah, yeah. Let's look at the Mexi. Now let's get into the first, First runway Mexi challenge, mm-hmm. of course. So let's remind you what the theme was. The first theme was... British
1: queer icons. And the second was... Uh, hometown hero. And let's start straight away with the British icons, okay? So we start off with Joe Black giving us this very David Bowie referencing look. Um, So she's turned a classic David Bowie look into a sequined fishtail gown, hasn't she? Which I loved because she gave it that drag spin. Now the reference photo that they used was kind of um, David Bowie from his 80s era, the kind of like Let's Dance, China Girl era. But I actually saw it as referencing more there's a really famous picture of David Bowie in a suit in his like Diamond Dogs, Lad, Insane era, and I felt it fitted that more with the bright red hair and just the general styling.
0: Yeah, you yeah. like it?
1: Gorgeous, love it.
0: I, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of androgyny being the top part suit, the bottom blending into a dress. Now, there's other queens that have done this um, in the past. Katia. There was Katia, there was Blaise St Clair, yeah. there was a few others. I've never really been sold on that concept of the suit dress so i i didn't i didn't like i appreciate what um what she was going for but it it wasn't mine
1: entitled to your opinion there certainly
0: yeah thank you for reassuring me that i'm allowed to disagree with you tom thank you now the second look astina mandela comes in with naomi campbell and i just think that it is stunning Mm -hmm. now i know this reference because um it's valentino and uh it was no i I follow Naomi campbell Mm -hmm. and this was an emotional return to valentino for her and pia paulo which was a designer had asked her to come in um specially Uh what was beautiful about this uh fashion show is that the cast was so diverse yeah. there were a lot of black queens and Fantastic. it was because of and and the the designer said it, this would not have been possible without you and iman without naomi mm-hmm. and iman we would not have had a cast like this doing this valentino yes. show and the dresses were very, very upper class mm-hmm. in an era where black women were not seen to be wearing those clothes. Black women right. were being photographed as slaves. They were being photographed mm-hmm. as maids. And so the power of um, having all this this black cast, this majority POCs wearing these oh, cre- yeah, yeah. was just it was emotional. And the fact that there were so many there, which is picture perfect, you could feel it that was this is a very memorable outfit and i, I love mm, the fact that this is what astina chose i love this
1: beautiful beautiful talk to me
0: about the next queen i
1: love this one from Ginny. so Ginny comes out in a very faithful look um uh, it's uh, kate bush in her Wuthering heights video again the reference photo is not taken from the video so very faithful i mean the look itself isn't like high glam by any stretch of the imagination but she gives it so much personality very faithful to kate herself and kate is a true camp gay icon i love the music of kate bush fabulous dancer as well you must know her
0: i don't i don't know who that person is i don't like the outfit either um,
1: if you knew the reference, yeah, you like it Yeah, I was going to say, if I knew the
0: reference, then I probably... Sorry, that was the most
1: patronising tone for me. If you knew the reference, you might actually <laughs> like it. <laughs>
0: I'm just going to move on to the next one. <laughs> Thank you very much. Tea Coffee, who was doing Alan Turing. Now, this is how basically she said, I'm going to be Alan Turing and I'm going to tell you what he'll look like in drag because there's no reference to anything (sighs) looking like this. I love it. I I, love it. But I think it was a cop out. Let's be real. It's a cop out.
1: I think it's clever. And a a reference to somebody who truly, you know, he, he's that man suffered for his sexuality. Um, the, the poor man, he achieved so much. He was a true hero and he, he suffered and ended up committing suicide. Yeah. Um, uh, but, like, I like, I think this is a wonderful tribute because it's such a clever twist with the rainbow binary spelling love. I think that's super duper clever and high concept. I and, love the look. Yeah. Yeah, I and like it. I, I really like how she chose somebody who, you know, isn't a classic drag icon, but is a true gay hero. Yes. Yeah. Talk to me about Bimini Bamboo Lash. Well, I did, to be honest, I didn't really get the reference for Bimini. She referenced a lady um called uh princess julia who i don't really know i'm afraid i'm sorry not part
0: of the royal family
1: (laughs) no i mean she came out and i was like this is this susie sue is this vivian westwood um but no it's princess julia i i i I love the look i love yeah i really like the look punky early 80s late 70s aesthetic with the jagged mullet the looks very vivian westwood to me okay there we go
0: Next up, we have Alona, who's doing no, Diana Lawrence. Rigg. Oh, my God. It's Lawrence <laughs> Chaney doing Alona. <laughs> Do you know uh, that? Remember the Alona's yes, outfit that she Dana made? Um, yeah, yeah. And she loves lips- it. I thought this is literally it. This is the second time I've seen her reference to me something very Alona. But
1: can you tell me who this person is? So Dame Diana Rigg um, starred in The Avengers, which was a 60s, like, spy action. Oh, I was going to say, I- I've seen The Avengers. I ain't seen her on there. No, not like the Marvel Avengers. it's a very british thing called the avengers and um so she was like the kick-ass female and so like quite a pioneer for her time really and i think a really good choice for an icon okay yeah i mean inspirational kick-ass lady i love this one so much this is one of my favorites so cherry valentine comes out as freddie mercury from the i want to break free video so this is very layered i think because the obviously the song i want to break free is, is a really great message for gay people anyway and in the video, um, the band were referencing Coronation Street, which is an iconic British soap as well. Um, and it was Freddie appearing in drag, which at the time apparently really alienated um, the American fans. They were like, uh, because they, they they saw them like a, a straight, in inverted commas, straight guys rock band kind of thing, even though they were very glam rock. And they were like, oh, you know, what's going on with Queen? Are they fags kind of thing? Um, and, um, but we as the British love camp and embraced it.
0: So... I think a lot of the, for me, this theme of them doing Queer Icon, um, are we focusing on the fashion or are we just focusing on how much they can represent who they are um, trying to duplicate through their fashion here? I, I I'd just
1: say use your own yardstick in this. Do you because like this
0: is a top with shorts and heels. But that's what
1: Freddie wore. That's what Freddie wore with like big boobs and like no bum pad. Okay. It's very camp, silly, drag, and he kept his mustache. All right. This is very, very fake. If anything, she's made it more drag by making the hair bigger.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. I'm not allowed to have an opinion, apparently. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just introduce the Queens. Next up is Veronica love Queen. love this
1: one so much as well. You were asking about gay icons. My second choice would be Boy George, um, who I've gone uh, to fancy dress parties as many times anyway. Um, and actually, uh, you know that I could do a mean rendition of Cam uh, Chameleon. Oh, you gosh, you got the answer.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Astina Mandela's in the room. Hello, confidence.
1: This is lovely. It's such a like faithful look. This is very early boy, George. Do you really want to hurt me? a chameleon. The smock dress, the braids, the hat. It's all there. Beautiful. Ah,
0: tens, tens, tens. Okay, a horror coming in. I think this is Vivian Westwood inspired. Yeah. yes. So she's going for a very
1: like asymmetric, punky thing, isn't she? Like like she says Vivian Westwood. I don't see Dame Vivian Westwood, but I see her fashion here. Um she's doing an asymmetric thing with the makeup as well. Is that a thing from Vivian Westwood runways? I don't I don't know. Okay. Um very high fashion, very conceptual. Certainly I get Vivian Westwood fashion from it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Next up we got Miss Cherry Valent. No, who is this? Sister
1: sister. Sister sister. Um surprisingly she didn't do a scouse um Person, but she's doing kind
0: of... Dusty Springfield. Yeah, they're just no look. I can, I can happily say like I don't I don't know what the outfit is. Maybe she is sticking true to it, but it's yeah. very shapeless. But that's what one she...
1: piece. It's very kind of like sixties Dusty Springfield. That's what she wore. It was like a smock-like maxi dress with a beehive.
0: Okay, well then that's a a good job. She hit out of the park then. One
1: criticism she could have done with more black eye makeup. She almost had like panda
0: eyes. Okay. Dusty Springfield. I just feel like every time I say something, you're telling me to shut up, Tom. I don't feel like my opinions are valued here. Can I I ask you... Do you even know Giovanni Versace? Do you even know Dusty Springfield? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of these
1: people. So, like, I you feel must son of a preacher man. Dusty can I just can I just
0: take back everything I said because obviously the Queen's going to be listening to this podcast. I just want to say every look has been stunning. Thank you. Okay, it's been stunning so far. The next far one is because... a big
1: favorite of mine as well,
0: and it's Ellie
1: Diamond, who is Lily Savage, local legend. So she's from Birkenhead. Um, She is a drag queen. Uh, She was was primetime TV royalty when I was growing up. And like, it was really normal in the UK to have a drag queen having like primetime Saturday night TV shows. It's like drag, old school drag is like a thing in the UK. It's part of the kind of like music hall tradition, working men's clubs, all the rest of it. It's not it's always had a place in, in British entertainment. Yeah. Um, And Lily's very much embodied that kind of like mainstreaming of drag in the UK.
0: I don't know who Lily is, but I do want to say that Ellie knocked this look out of the park. I mean, she looks stunning without, without a reference to compare it to just looking at what that looks like. It's amazing. I love it. She got her
1: gestures down because she did this whole thing where she was asking for a fag, fag cigarette. Um, Oh, winner, <laughs> Or the other. Crazy. She always had huge hair and, like, you know, out there drag glamour as well. So it was very, very good, very faithful. We
0: got Tace, who also did Naomi Campbell. Now, Tace had just has Naomi's bone structure. Mm-hmm. Tace just looks like Naomi Campbell. And, like, this look is just Naomi. She's
1: got those killer cheekbones, hasn't she? And like that is this Versace? Would you say is this nineties Versace?
0: Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. The, um, I saw the runway actually when they did this. Versace okay. himself introduced her. I'm it was sure. one of her um her prime times actually. Yeah. Did you know, Jenny Versace? Yeah. <laughs> i think she looks stunning (laughs) in it okay let's rewind it and start again this time we're going to be looking at the girls in their second look which was queen of the hometown now we've got joe black coming in brighton i love this look it's very i mean she's referencing the
1: opulence of the brighton pavilion isn't she a blend that kind of like victorian glamorous kind of architecture but to me it's a bit sort of papal it's a bit like the pope it's got that kind of Catholic feel to it, but also a bit like a Klimt painting. You know, I like it. It Klimt looks nice. Gold paintings. Next up, we got Astina. No, we know this girl. She I, is a cool girl.
0: I see this girl every time I go out. In the bus on the way back home or waiting for the train in the underground in London, you know, yeah. with, with that, with the chicken, everyone's queuing up <laughs> for chicken. You know, everyone's like hungry now. It's 3 a.m. I know this girl and this is stunning. She looks super cool. Those legs, the glossy, Bloody glossy hell. legs. To me, she looks like
1: she's from, you know, like a garage uh, band like Mystique or So Solid Crew. Uh, Something like that from the kind of like noughties, that kind of like cool London garage scene. I mean, do you like the look? You like it? Yeah, she's super cool. She nailed it. Those braids are beautiful on her as well.
0: What about Ginny Lemon? Ginny
1: looks lovely, gal. She's from Worcestershire.
0: It's
1: a nice combination, though, because she's referencing Worcestershire sauce. Um, but also a a local drag king who she says was one of the first drag kings. Did she say Buster Tilly? Something I'd like to read about because I was unaware of that. Um, but I think she looks so fun and so cool. I love how she's playing with gender. Um, I love this.
0: I yeah, it's it's very very ginny. <laughs> ginny. Limmy. Yeah. 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 Oh. she nailed it she nailed it now we got tia coffee who has chosen to do i mean she comes in saying i'm a Clapham girl and now she's representing nottingham well that's where she
1: originally comes from okay so very not uh, robin hood obviously uh prince of thieves um i love this i think it's very chic take on it but doesn't she look like robin hood but like a lady archer from dungeons and Dragons? Yes. Or like an RPG, like Shining Force or something.
0: Like Robin Hood, but make it fashion. Mm hmm, mm hmm.
1: Um, I think it's a really chic, sexy take on it. I like the the leg. I like the slits. I like that she's got the hood. Um, I think it's fun. I like this. Tea
0: Coffee is so petite. She's a tiny,
1: tiny lady, that is isn't she? Tiny. Yeah.
0: Bimini Speaking bon of
1: boulash. Boulash. tiny ladies. Bimini, also a tiny lady. Um, Did you know she's vegan? I've never heard. that. I think that. so. I don't know. I'm just. I'm guessing. So this is her. This is Norwich Town, isn't it? Football strip, but like one of the cock destroyers doing it. I d- you know, like Rebecca Moore doing a football strip. It's very that, d- isn't it?
0: I don't know, Tom. I don't know these references you're making. It's- you know
1: the ladies. We're cock destroyers, aren't we, babe?
0: <laughs> you know that okay i do now gosh <laughs> calm down calm down i thought it was a nice look
1: i thought it was pretty cool pretty creative yes it was yeah then again then again um a popular opinion is it a little bit basic to be like ooh, sexy football strip
0: uh haven't we all done uh, that ooh, um I'm not- <laughs> which past <parcel> life <laughs> are you bringing up right now tom okay we've got Lawrence cheney I don't, I don't know this look, but it's, uh, it looks like latex fashion.
1: Yes, it's very like Jane Doe latex, isn't it? Um, very, very cool, actually. Um, now she is referencing a Glaswegian uh, stained glass designer called Charles Rennie Mackintosh. When I saw the, the, the pattern, the geometric patterns, I thought it looked quite Mondrian, but obviously it's not. Um, I think this looks fantastic. This is very chic, very elevated. I think I like it. Um, she's got the fascinator, she's got the bower, it's very drag. Um, I'm
0: liking the shapes that she's pulling with her body. I like the way that everything fits on her. Yeah. I like that. I, I like the wig, except know, for
1: the ends part at the top. You know, she's going forward with the wig as well. There's like the, the stereotype of Scottish people having red hair. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I think that's just.
0: Great. Oh, like brave. Oh, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, I mean that's that's my reference when you talk to me about Scotland. I I think of brave. <laughs> what about Cherry Valentine doing Darlington? Was this a steampunk kind of look?
1: Well, she says that she's referencing like a Victorian steampunk kind of thing because she says even in her Meet the Queens, like the only famous thing about Darlington is they've got a big clock. Um, I'm a clock destroyer. To, to, clock destroyer. To, to me, um, I'm going to be super duper picky with historical periods. And to me, it was spoke of less Victorian, more Georgian. It looked like a Georgian great coat. To, to me, Victorian would be a big voluminous skirt with a bustle. Yes. Um, so I guess she was going for like a
0: sexy take on that and taking the skirt away. She looked like a train operator to me, like you know, from back in the day. <laughs> That's what I <laughs> thought a train operator would look like. Yeah, um, yeah. Veronica Green coming in this eloquent red dress.
1: It's very kind of Dior silhouette, isn't it? Um, How does this represent?
0: Where's she from? Lancashire. Lancashire.
1: So the 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 county. Uh, symbol for lancashire is the red rose in contrast to yorkshire which was the white rose and then historically when the houses of lancaster and york united in the house of tudor they had the mixed rose white and red bit of british history for you there i am um, and
0: yeah um, so, so she's, she's for symbolizing- those in america welcome to uh, <laughs> a class in she's uk symbolizing
1: it in a very pretty red dress you could argue she just wanted to wear a pretty red dress i was
0: gonna say she's mm-hmm. wearing a pretty red dress and, and she could and then- have
1: had like a rose in her hair and stuff you know
0: uh talk to me about this a look well a is doing robin hood but like who wore a bit tea coffee or a well don't you think it's
1: interesting that they're both from nottingham and work in clapham yeah have, have no. got, with, i don't think it's interesting at all. Have we, have we got a rivalry it's going back to their school days or something um so we've had on both runways do you know
0: what they're already like throwing digs at each other Mm. and imagine backstage both of them pulling out this look they would have they would have done they would have sized each other up they would have done the up down you know the Miranda Priestly (laughs) and Emily (laughs) that's all that's all I think Tear Coffee won this one this looks a little bit fancy
1: dress shop (gasps) oh For somebody who is clearly so visually creative and fashion forward as a horror, don't you think this looks like it's from Smithies?
0: I mean, it. I mean, I. Yeah. It, it looks like something that. It looks like a child's. Like, you know the things that you. When you go into the fancy dress. Pa- costumes and you see those things hanging up and there's a little picture of what yeah. it looks like on you I, th- I feel like this is what it was i mean
1: the i'm gonna sound horrible now with all but like, the sequiny fabric makes it look a bit cheap and why is there a slit at the back of the skirt it just looks like the skirt's unfinished i can see her knickers yeah is that a deliberate choice or is it, it just looks unfinished i think um oh there we go it's a slit at the front as well i love this with sister sister, so. Oh. Sister Sister explains it. but So you tell me, what do you see every time you go to the Azda?
0: So when you go to the Asda, what you will see is a lot of Scouse ladies with the curlers in their hair, makeup fully done, and they're in their like sometimes trekkies yeah sometimes they're in the trackies. sometimes they're in their pjs but they are nonetheless looking glamorous yes. and it's like a glamour look b- before they put on their outdoor glamour look i mean it is fashion The idea- this is liverpool fashion
1: the message that they're conveying is because it's usually on a saturday when you see this the message
0: they're conveying is you ain't you ain't gotta get ready if you stay ready <laughs> and it's like
1: i'm going out later and i'm gonna look like a million dollars later this is the process bear yeah. witness to the process i still have to go out and get my you know diet cokes and my vodka <laughs> um and you know is the, it's the the process takes a whole day fake tan nails curlers in hair all day makeup done professionally you got to look flawless when you go to the club yeah um, and this is what's going
0: on here. You pointed out a minor flaw here, which I do agree with. Well, I, I was just saying because I know this—I know this Liverpool girl—and mm-hmm, their yeah. eye makeup is very clowny, very, very drippy. It's, and I, yeah. I'm just saying, you would never see a Scouse girl no. rock that. They look glamorous. Their makeup will be flawless. Their makeup is flawless. Yeah. Like the, none of this. Like this looks like she woke up after a night out and is going to go pick up some bread. But like a, a Scouse girl wouldn't even do this. Several other bits of the makeup
1: a spot on though because she's got the Scouse brow and she's got the overdrawn lips that look plumped. Overall, this is fantastic. The eye makeup's a minor complaint. This well, is one of it's, my favorites. It's not a
0: complaint, it's the observation. Like She did say in the beginning that she liked to do things to shock people yeah. and to ask, you know, to make them think about why is that on their face. So this could just be the element of sister-sister that she's adopting into the Liverpool Scouse look. Mm, very well observed. Yeah. I'm a two psychiatrists in here, not just you, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Now, Ellie Diamond walks out, and you clocked this look straight
1: away. Well, I grew up reading The Beano every week, so Dennis the Menace is the mascot and cover star, who I am aware is, it, you know, it was it was originated in Dundee. So this is a femme drag take on Dennis the Menace. I love it. Overall, it's fantastic. Huge drag hair, latex. I will say the silhouette is exactly the same as the silhouette she walked in in. She seems
0: to like that fishtail, oh. fishtail with the sort of chaps, like, cut out. Ellie Diamond is, r- I'm I've so far loved nearly everything I've seen from her. She's incredibly talented when it comes to her looks. Yes, these looks are stunning. She knows her face. I mean, I she's knocking out of the park. Another surprise from the meet the Queens. Yeah. What I'm getting is so much more than what I expected. So props. Now we got Taste coming in representing what? A
1: The Welsh dragon. She looks beautiful, representing my home nation of Wales. So obviously our national mascot and our flag is the red dragon. And she has portrayed it beautifully on this feathered ostrich mini dress with sequins. And I love the horns and her hair very like Maleficent.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think it's nice. I think it's very like it's there's, nice. It's it's nice, it's different, unusual. It's, it's unusual. unusual. It's nice. I mean, there's no doubt that you know straight away it's the Welsh flag, the dragon, so you get it you get it immediately. Fantastic.
1: Well, I, w- I would have liked to have seen a pair of um, big red wings coming out the back. That's mm. all now,
0: I'm saying. Tom. We've seen these girls' entrance looks. We've got to know the girls semi-personally yeah. um, through the mini challenge in the workroom. And we have seen two looks. I'm going to ask you for your top two and your bottom two. Ooh,
1: this is really, really hard because I like I like a lot of what I've seen today. I think this is of a very high standard.
0: Um... I'm going to say... Ellie Diamond really knocked the. For, for me, I really liked her looks, and the runway. I,
1: I think you're right. I think she she portrayed a very high standard throughout. Um, it's hard for me because the British icon looks in particular. I'm drawn to the icons that I like and the faithfulness of the references, okay. While discarding some of the technical elements.
0: Cool. My next pick is Astina, Astina Mandela. Like yeah. her, Naomi Campbell was. Oh, wow. And then the look that um, is East London is very, very true to East London. And yeah. that chicken box was just the cherry on top. <laughs> These are, this is just for me. It's,
1: it's really, really hard to, to pick out you know people. What? I'm going to have to say Ellie as well. And Joe Black. I really liked what Joe Black gave me.
0: Now, if you had to choose a bottom two, say their name. Say uh, their name. To be honest,
1: a horror. Yep. Is going to be in there. Yep. Um, and maybe because the red dress is a little bit of a cop-out, maybe Veronica. Okay. Because she didn't... Although I did love
0: her boy, George. It's hard. Um, my bottom two would be uh, a horror. A horror is going to be in the bottom. And then the next one would be between Sister, Sister and veronica maybe but then i also don't like cheery valentine's um look symbolizing your home country so freddie mercury look was spot on though and
1: up to like sister sister i love that scouse girl look it's fantastic okay and to be honest bimini i didn't quite get in the same way as i got some of the others and that's just personal choice all right um say their name who's your bottom two Say my name, say my name. I'm going to say Ahura, and um I think I just have to say Veronica. Just only because it looks like the red dress is a cop out.
0: Okay. Well, let's see. But um regardless, these girls
1: are bringing their A game. Fantastic. Very visually stunning. Reminds me of um, episode one of Drag Race Holland yep. in terms of how high quality it is. Let's
0: find out the winners and let's look at the lip sync. So let me tell you what the judges went with, okay? Yeah. They kind of went with the tops that I—I I mean, the tops were Estina Mandela, mm-hmm. Lawrence Cheney, and Ali, um, Ali, Ali Diamond. Diamond. And I mean, you can't—you can't. You can't
1: I, I just think there were so many good looks this week that there are a lot of people who could have slotted into the top. These three girls were all deserving.
0: Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. The bottoms. Now this is where it gets funny. Is uh, Funny. Joe, Joe I Black. I ain't laughing. <laughs> Joe Black was in the bottom, along with Bimini Bomboo Lash and Sister Sister. So, now, this is what we're working with here. Some of it I can see. I, I could
1: see before Bimini in the bottom. I don't know why Ahura was spared. Yeah. Um, Joe, uh, they got. They had certain critiques I didn't necessarily agree with. They said, "Oh, choose a more commercial Bowie moment." To me, Joe's look screamed Bowie. I just to saw. To me, Bowie. that
0: look is glamour.
1: Yeah, and um, and okay, like so, <laughs> I'm not the most au fait with the architecture of the Brighton Pavilion, but I still thought it was a pretty chic look, and it gave me like, it gave me like Victorian golden seaside glamour. But whatever,
0: I um. I agree with the bottoms. And um, I knew the bottom too because for Sister Sister, at least one look she killed. And I did predict that the bottom was going to be the you other two. You said that
1: as well. You were very, very perceptive and you, you thought Sister would be safe. I thought Joe would be safe. Yeah. but Joe was not I think,
0: I think you just really love Joe's I, character. I, I do, I do. You really like a shtick. I, I don't think that... Um, But I don't think it saved him. And unfortunately, it wasn't an acting challenge this week, which didn't work in um, her favour. So the bottom two was Joe Black and Bimini Bamboo Lash. The winner this week was Astina Mandela.
1: Congratulations, Astina. Yes. I mean, her looks are fantastic. She's clearly very, very talented. It, so. it could have
0: gone between... It could have gone for me. It was definitely between Ali and Astina, and um, I'm happy that it was Astina because l- that Naomi look was everything. I love it.
1: I think they like the contrast. And I the also two love looks.
0: her walk, her runway yeah. walk is is it. Now let's talk about the the lip sync.
1: So it was Relaxed by Frankie Goes to Hollywood, a Liverpool band, actually. Okay. Um, it's an iconic 80s song. Uh, it's it's a pretty filthy song, really. It got banned at the time off the radio, which, of course, sent it straight to number one. Um, so it, it's it's a song that you can play to camp or you can do sexy dancing to. You can play it either way. Um, Bimini did sexy dancing because that's what she does. And Joe went for a camp shtick. Now, when I was watching this, I was really rooting for Joe, And I was like, at the beginning, especially, she had a lot of good jokes going. There's one bit where she committed to a gag about, like, peeing or something, which didn't quite pay off because she stopped lip-syncing. And I was like, why, Joe? Why have you stopped lip-syncing? Do you know? Mm,
0: You know when you're watching something and it's not going the way you want it to go? I I think that she just made some choices. I think she deliberately stopped lip-syncing to point focus on the shtick that she was yeah. gonna do and i don't think it was a a good payoff now up until then i really thought that was good she had the characterizations there she you know she was it was really giving it her campy mm-hmm. i feel like the second half she kind of started to fade and i think yeah the second half for me is when bimini bamboo lash started to really shine which now she did that that um, elbow hold with the leg movements yes. kind of like um what cameron michaels did but a different version and then she did the handstand into a beautiful split now you know we've heard all this time that she's and now we're seeing it
1: i i thought i thought like she did well to hold back because to begin with she's kind of like doing like angry characterless Kind of moves that weren't really working with the song. I didn't think.
0: I wonder if during the, I I wonder if she was looking at the reactions of the judges and not seeing that this was working. So she was like, "Okay, I'm going to go to what I know. I'm going to start getting bendy. and started doing all of those on the floor, um, kind of sexy stripper moves." Yeah, for me, it really could have gone either way. It wasn't a, um, it wasn't a killer lip sync do you know what i mean nobody was murdered yeah like yeah. If, if if bimini had gone home i wouldn't have been mad either like it, it was really up to them who who they wanted to stay in unfortunately it wasn't joe black because we are now yeah we we're saying goodbye to her aren't i we? am
1: absolutely convinced they're gonna have a returning queen this season and it will be joe black i'm convinced
0: okay um yeah i i feel really really sad for her because i really thought she was gonna go far i mean she's 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 getting to sales because she really sold it to us but well, she i just, really... she's got
1: i do think she genuinely has so much to offer the competition yes not that bimini doesn't bimini is a really intriguing character and she she was fantastic in that lip sync and i do think from what i've seen of her online like some of her runway looks she's very very high concept um but I'm just really, really sad to see Joe go because she's one of my favourites. That's all.
0: All right. Well that's it. This is the end of season two, episode one. Yes. Before we wrap this up, do you see any other fr- has your mind changed about your front runners now?
1: I mean, Joe was my front runner. <laughs> but I'm convinced I'm convinced she's coming back. I just I just you know, like at the, the end of Transformers the movie. You
0: need to let it go. And
1: then Vince Carlyle goes, um, Optimus Prime will return. It's very dark. Like
0: just let it go, Tom. Joe just, Black
1: will return.
0: For me, Lawrence, uh, the people who were a surprise factor to me was Lawrence Shaney. Like definitely really shocked me this episode. I'm I'm now a huge fan of Lawrence. Now reports mm. is something that's so real about her. Every time I see her, I just want to smile. I just yeah. get happy. Now that's something that you just have, and Lawrence Shaney just has that for now. Maybe mm-hmm. it changed. I don't know. But she made me feel good every time I saw her on screen. She made me laugh. She made me smile. I really liked that. I think um Astina has really staked
1: her place as a front runner. In contrast to the Meet the Queens where I saw her as like doing really, really well, but not necessarily top three, but she's really kind of staked her claim now. Tace, I'm just falling in love with Tace every time I see a talking head. She's so like lovely and fun and silly and hilarious.
0: There's something brewing between... Um, the Robin Hood girls, what are they? Tea, coffee, tea, coffee, <laughs> uh, horror and Ahora. Uh, there is something brewing because even in that little mini untuck, there was a bit of a read from Ahora uh, towards Tia. You know, saying that I thought you were going to be in the bottom. I always thought Astina was going to be in the bottom. Mm. Girl, first of all, we all know that you can't trust the judgment. Astina just won. Do you know what so- they, kept on bo- they kept on bogging on about her Asos jacket? Did they not
1: see the Valentino inspired replica dress for her first look?
0: I don't know, Tom. I'm pretty I just sure think that it's so did. weird
1: that they were focused on. Oh, she's wearing an new uh,
0: jacket. I mean, when you're in that spot, any reason to drag someone down, isn't it? Well, oh, you, look at me, what, it's like, isn't it? Like I'm you, from. What, you wasn't guys. it so
1: interesting though? Ginny, Ginny, was like, I can't remember how she phrased. She said so, something so about. I think you guys are jealous because she's pure talent.
0: Wrong. Um, she said, "I'm afraid of her because she's pure talent." Okay,
1: but like, yeah, just Tom, trying to paint just, the uh, the 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 scene that you know this might be where.
0: It's jealousy, the of course. From, yeah. I mean, come on. They're drag queens. They're drag queens in the drag competition. The only thing worse is prison.
1: I, I, I've never even heard of a bitchy drag queen.
0: Well, that's it. Let's get into it. So um, let's get into it. Let's get out of it. Really, <laughs> we're done. Out. This is the longest podcast ever. Look, it's always going to be so long in the park. first episode because we're going through every single one. But that's it. I'm really, really excited for these queens. I want to see where this goes. Do we get to see Joe Black come back? We don't I'm, know. I'm going to put like, we should make a bet. No. No, no, i tell you what you need to do. You need to start getting your body ready because we're posting a thirst pick on the final <laughs> episode of the season because we're going to get more followers, okay? And that's it. Her, uh... uh, nay. With
1: enough angles and lighting, anybody can post a thirst pick. Huh nay.
0: Don't pick it up. It's been locked down for <laughs> everyone, I, including if can, you.
1: If I conceal my gut and yeah, like yeah. pull a bicep, I'll be okay. I was
0: going to say, you You have not been... Um, you, you are also prone to lockdown syndrome, which is a which is a um a more I don't know how to Are word you, this you calling me a beast no how dare you <laughs> look let's wrap it up thank you everyone for listening to us um, covering this episode of Rupert Drag Race UK um, please like subscribe review us on iTunes Tell a friend about us and join us, us on Instagram and Twitter like us and follow us on Instagram and Twitter Thomas is just going viral.com go viral, viral. Yes. check your Instagram maybe maybe Joe Black's mailed you I will, I will but get her on the them. podcast see how she feels about that but thank you for joining us. This is Polo and Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys mm-hmm. next time. Lots see of ya, luck, guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye.